Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to preview the night of high school football action across Central Florida with the Orlando Sentinels' J.C. Carnahan. Be sure to check out the Sentinels' coverage at OrlandoSentinel.com and click on the Varsity section. He's that important. He has his own music playlist, and he chose Rage Against the Machine and Bulls on Parade. That gets you fired up a little high school football on this uh, Friday. Uh, good morning, J.C. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'll tell you what. The, uh, the other night I was up late watching uh, on Amazon Prime. There was, um, this, you know, as you know, I'm a big hip-hop guy. Yep. Uh, so they had they had Wu-Tang Clan, Nas, and De La Soul uh, streaming a live concert from Seattle and it made me think of the great time I had way back in 1997. I got to see Wu-Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine uh, as a young buck. Yeah, I mean, what a heck of a concert that was. And it's funny. I mean, you take that kind of stuff for granted, um, you know, but look, you know, at the time, but looking back on it, it's like, man, I was actually there for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Rage Against the Machine, man, I figured this would be a good way to uh, kick off week nine of the uh, high school football season. Uh, that's good stuff. Let's dive in. Before we get to some news on the field, a recap of last week preview tonight, update us on a few things. Uh, interesting situation at Wakaiva High School. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so so going into last week's game, I mean, first off, it was interesting to see that Wakaiva put up 60 points uh, on uh, Horizon, and it was even more interesting to, to, to find out that they were just, you know, doing onside kicks, uh, you know, basically running the score up, um, and 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 I believe um, you know because the kids knew that head coach Jeremiah Rodriguez Schwartz, uh, Jeremiah Schwartz was a former Edgewater player in the late 2000s, that it would be his last game coaching because before the game started, uh, the principal Wakaiva let him know, hey, this is your last game. He was given ultimatum last week to either. Um, uh, you know, either either uh, resign or be fired from his position. Um, you know, I guess there's been things going on between uh, the administration and uh, the coach there for a while. And um, so he let the kids know this will be my last game. And uh, you know, so they they put up 60 and and uh, did that. But but I got a report from Orange County Public Schools earlier this week saying uh, that he resigned and he he went to go take a job at a middle school. And you're thinking, well, it's three weeks left in the season. Uh, that seems pretty odd. Well, then Jeremiah Schwartz wanted to, you know, let let people know, hey, I did not uh, resign. You know, I would not step down. All that kind of stuff. Uh, so back and forth between that. Um, so he was basically, you know, you know, forced out. Um, I have a I have an updated story because Orange County Public Schools reached out to, you know, to to kind of uh, clarify things that Jeremiah said in my initial report. That's online at SentinelVarsity.com. Bottom line is, though, um, that's our first vacancy uh, here in the Orlando area, and it also brings to mind that um, you know, uh, you know, coaching high school football in this state, we talk about how the pay, uh, you know, is so is so low uh, for all the things that you have to take on as a uh, high school football coach. You know, who's the next coach? Who's the next person that wants a, you know these head football coaching jobs? I think that that's something that. Uh, that we all should probably be be concerned about because I mean 
Uh, I think that we're going to see more. There'll be more guys, uh, you know, leaving schools and and uh, more openings, and then you know, more new faces that we, you know, that are first-time head coaches getting a chance. Uh, so that's something to be concerned about as we move forward. Uh, quickly, ten o'clock hour. WY Orlando, WJRHD two Cocoa Beach Orlando Sports Leader Martinez Abita Sports JC Carnahan the Orlando Sentinel previewing high school football the night. Quickly, a recap from last week. Couple of games, almost like backyard football. Who comes down to the end and maybe a seminal uh, beat the line seven six in touchdowns? But um, that was a crazy oh, game last week. Olympia beats Doctor Phillips and the neighborhood rivals there. Bishop Moore playing better football, knocked off OCP. Some thoughts from the big games last week. Yeah, yeah, you know, obviously I was at the DeLand and Seminole game, and, uh, you know, the very first drive, I mean, look, I was on the show last week talking about, hey, which defense is going to step up and make a play? I think that's, you know, that's where the game's going to be won. Well, DeLand goes down, scores on its first drive. Seminole answers right away. Later in the first half, uh, back-to-back drives, you know, the team score again. So it's 14-14 at halftime. Well, then they come out uh, to start the third quarter, back-to-back touchdowns again. So now we're at 21-21. And the teams combined for uh, uh, you know you know was nine nine touchdowns in the second half. All right, forty nine to forty two, Seminole wins it, and it came down to Justin Rosado returns a, uh, a a kickoff for a touchdown. Who, by the way, he looked really good on 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 a special teams. Uh, Traven Clark scored three touchdowns. One of them was on a long fake punt. Um, you know that that uh, he took about thirty or forty yards. So, you know, special teams, two touchdowns for Seminole there, and uh, it was just just a track meet. I mean, Seminole only needed one defensive stop in the uh, second half, and, uh, you know, that was the uh, the uh, deciding factor there. But Olympia, 31-21 uh, against DP, that's impressive. Uh, Romello Ware, three rushing touchdowns, I think nearly 200 yards uh, for him, for uh, Olympia. The, uh, the two losses that Olympia's had this year are very close games, one of them the first game of the year to Wakaiba, and then the second one was, the, you know, with the uh, kick that went off the cross, uh, upright uh, against against the Popka. Um, so uh, things are looking up for Olympia. And Bishop Moore, Trenton Gummer is a sophomore. He had two interceptions uh, for Bishop Moore in that win against OCP. I saw them in the preseason game, and he uh, intercepted Lake Mary twice uh, in that game. So he's had uh, already one heck of a season for being a young kid uh, for Bishop Moore, man. So they're also on the rise. Uh, let's get to uh, a great lineup again uh, tonight. I was talking to Tyson Henshaw, Darren's brother. Darren, of course, the OC at UCF, and Tyson doing some work with the people at Lake Mary. He was telling me that he tells the wide receivers there, listen, keep catching Noah Grubb's passes. You'll get yourself a D1 scholarship. Uh, so the sophomore who's got 35 touchdowns this year, uh, unbeaten Lake Mary, gets a challenge to play to pop good tonight. What a great matchup. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, like when I looked at this schedule, I thought, okay, what, what game am I going to? Uh, and I settled on uh, the Lake Mary at a popular game. I'm going to be at that one because this helps kind of set up uh, next week when it's Lake Mary at Seminole. And these are district matchups here. Um, you know, the thing that stands out about this game, Apopka has won the past five meetings between these teams. And two of those came in the postseason. Last year in the playoffs and then in 2020 in the playoffs as well. And they've been closely contested battles. Um, but when you look at, uh, Lake Mary, the way that they're able to put up uh, just these, these insane scores, the offensive production, um, you know, that's something to be concerned about, especially against the pocket team that has shown that they can be beat in the secondary uh, with, with these speedy wide receivers uh, out there doing their thing. So, um, you know, I mean, you know, I'd have to figure with Lake Mary seven and zero and and being so highly ranked in the state that that, that they're certainly the favorite in this game. Um, but you never know what you know what a is going to do on defense to kind of try to slow you down there. So 
Um, but it's going to take it's going to, it's going to be a tall task to uh, slow down that Lake Mary offense, no doubt. Uh, we talked about what, what kind of his coaching situation is a game to be played. They played Jones. The respect you in the rankings for both schools and also in the state rankings, uh, the quality of schedule they played, uh, both still in a very good position as you look towards the playoffs. But how about the game itself of Wakaiva and Jones? Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a tough matchup for Wakaiva. I mean, obviously the things going on with the program off the field, and then they've had some injuries. I know since there, Edwards has had a knee injury, which is a – you know, he's a huge part to that uh, defensive front there for, for uh, the Mustangs. Jones, you know, you look at the way that um, they started out with such a tough schedule. You know, Coco, they had a team from Maryland, Edgewater. I mean, I think it was, what, one and three, the, you know, were just right out the gate for, for a Jones. And now they're at a part of their schedule where I don't think that they, they've scored less than, well, less than 44 points the past three weeks, and they're able to kind of get – you know, find a rhythm, uh, find that Jones football rhythm that, that kind of comes together late in the season. We're starting to see it now uh, in time for the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, you know, I expect another big outing there for Jones in terms of, uh, you know, with this win, it should pretty well uh, cement uh, Jones's you know, place in the postseason in terms of an at-large bid because Edgewater is the district champion in that uh, district. So, yeah, 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 Jones is really rolling at this point. Uh Neighbors last week in Dr. Phillips and Olympia, now the neighbor to the other side does a play at West Orange, an important game to both schools, one rivalry and two because of where you're at in the season with district play. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then this is a game right here. If West Orange wants to, uh, you know, you know, sneak into the playoffs, and I say sneak in because uh, they they started off the season rough. I think it was one and four for them. Um, and But there's a three-time uh, defending district champion, uh, so all they need to do is, is is get this win against Dr. Phillips to set up, I think it's next week against Olympia, which would be for the district championship and for the right to get that automatic bid in the in, in the uh, postseason. Uh, but but for West Orange, uh, you know the big question mark has been the offensive production. It just hasn't been there this year as we've been been accustomed to in uh, recent seasons. Um, so it's going to be one of those games where uh, you know I, I I do believe this is a defensive battle here. You know which defense is going to uh, is going to pull it out because, uh, you know, last week the way that Olympia was able to put up 31 points on on uh, DP, I think that's that's of concern. Um, and and but now DP is playing against an offense that's not going to be as good as Olympia's was. Um, so which which defense is going to come out uh, with the big play here? So it's a big deal for uh, Dr. Phillips too because uh, with the loss to Olympia, I think that drops them down to number eight in the uh, playoff uh, region rankings. Um, so plenty to be uh, played for in there. That's a big robbery game. I think it's the old the old orange crate is what uh, those teams play for, man. So uh, a lot of bragging rights online uh, on the uh, line for them tonight. Big matchup tonight. One dominated by Oviedo in recent years. They take a five and two record of the road against a six and two lineman team. Yeah, I mean you know it's one of those things where Oviedo early in the season they lost to Orange City University. Uh, they lost to Lake Mary, um, and then the bulk of the schedule has not been. You know, it just it just has not been uh, the the caliber of teams, the caliber of opponents that uh, they played early in the season. Um, so you kind of forget that Oviedo's even there. Oviedo's in the same region as as Edgewater and Jones in terms of the playoffs. Um, and so you know, they're kind of an afterthought when you think of you know what, kind of what's going on here in the area. Um, and and Lyman is hungry. Lyman's hungry. I, you know, you know, it's been since 2018 since uh, they have uh, of course won this matchup. Um, but Oviedo's won 13 in the past 15 meetings, and what Oviedo has going for it, they've got a pretty lethal passing game. Jackson Latour, I think he threw six touchdown passes last week. 
Um, and, you know, that's probably the calling card in terms of uh, Oviedo trying to get things done once again tonight. Uh, Sunshine uh, State uh, wraps up its regular season, and uh, the Masters Academy will host an undefeated Oak Hall team from Gainesville. It's put up some big numbers offensively. I don't know the strength of schedule, but uh, thoughts on Masters Academy and Oak Hall? Yeah, you know, Masters Academy is probably the, the uh, you know, in years past we had Lake Highland Prep, we had uh, Mount Dora Christian, uh, you know, so, you know, these, you know, these, these different small school teams that were, you know, the cream of the crop in the uh, Sunshine State, which is now the athletic association instead of the conference. Um, but Masters Academy is now that team to watch in terms of uh, when the postseason starts next week uh, for that association. And, uh, you know, coached by, you know, uh, Garrett Kruzek, his dad, Mike Kruzek's an assistant. Doug Gabriel uh, is also an assistant there at Masters Academy. They play on that blue field that you see driving uh, past, uh, uh, you know, down a 417 in Oviedo. Um, so that game is also going to be uh, broadcast on on uh, YouTube somewhere. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can do a quick search and 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 uh, find that. But yeah, I mean, you know, Masters Academy had a tough matchup last week against a team from Jacksonville. Another tough one, but it's at home. And it could be a preview, actually, of a uh, first round or second round, uh, 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 you know, playoff game here in the next week or two. So uh, something to look forward to there for you know for the uh, small school ranks, and uh, so that should be an exciting one as well. Stretching to our listening area, but a big matchup. You mentioned about Orange City University. Uh, you have them ranked ninth. They're undefeated. They'll host the land who comes off that wild shootout with Seminole last week. It's a big game between those two. Yeah, and you know, great players. Look, look. That that's a seminal delay game. I mean, unbelievable talent on both sides, right? I mean, just just talented kids all the way around. You got a university team now that's seven and zero. First year head coach Justin Roberts, uh, who was a longtime assistant, by the way, at, at the university, he ended up getting the job uh, when Brian Kells left, and uh, he's a former Deland quarterback uh, from from back in the late two thousand tens, I think it is. And um, so you know, I mean, he's at home. Seven zero. Can you imagine the uh, excitement around the school there uh, in Orange City? I mean, you know, they're going to host the Deland team. They're very talented, um, but Deland's I think five and zero in the history of this uh, uh, series. Um, so it's, it's going to be a tall task for both teams. But um, you know, for for you know, no matter what happens, I do believe they both make the playoffs. Um, but Deland probably is a little more hungry for the win because they 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 fell down a little bit in the regional rankings after that seven loss. Um, so it should be a lot of excitement there. Uh, high school football, we're winding down, believe it or not. Uh, a few weeks left of this regular season, the great playoff run. Please follow J.C. on uh, Twitter or X at J.C. Carnes with a Z, the great staff of the Sentinel, out and about covering uh, the night. Enjoy uh, the action. Appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Uh, J.C. Carnahan and the preview of the high school football night ahead. Mike O'Donnell will join us in about 25 minutes. We'll talk some basketball with him. Up next, so Richard Hill, a sports law expert, coming up. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.